That one dollar is going to take more of my time. So that's the thing now, huh? So it's great. And, and, and I like that they get to just determine. I'm going to give I'm going to give money to a business, and I'm going to determine which of the people in the business get that money. How does that even? That is so annoying. I don't even know how we're going to do that from an accounting standpoint. I so fucking guess it is. This is going to be a pain in my fucking thing. Fucking eggs. That's a joke. Fucking eggs. Fucking thing. Fucking eggs. That's a joke. Fucking eggs. Fucking thing. Fucking eggs. That's a joke. Fucking eggs. Fucking thing. Fucking eggs. That's a joke. Fucking eggs. Fucking thing. Fucking eggs. Fucking think fucking eggs. That's a joke, fucking eggs. Fucking think fucking eggs. That's a joke, fucking eggs. Fucking think fucking eggs. That's a joke, fucking eggs. Fucking think fucking eggs. That's a joke, fucking eggs. Fucking think fucking eggs. Fucking think fucking eggs. That's a joke, fucking eggs. Fucking think fucking eggs. That's a joke, fucking eggs. Fucking think yes. That's a joke, fucking eggs. Fucking think fucking eggs. That's a joke, fucking eggs. Fucking think yes. That's a joke, fucking eggs. Fucking think fucking eggs. That's a joke, fucking eggs. It's for a dollar, thanks. For a dollar, thanks. It's 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 now, if they want to make it $500, that'd be a different story. So that's the thing now, huh? That's how I just found out. And even even if it's just one more fucking thing that I gotta log into YouTube and turn off. So that's the thing now, huh? Now, if they want to make it $500, that'd be a different story. Fucking ass. Fantastic. Thanks. It's a joke. Fucking thing. This is gonna be a pain in my fucking Yes! Thanks. It's for a dollar, 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 yes! It's for a dollar, thanks. It's for a dollar, thanks. It's for a dollar, thanks. It's for a dollar, Trouble at Nation, this is your host, Killer Anthrit. Yes, coming in a little, a little hot there, are we? Okay, all right. Welcome to a very different Geeking Off podcast. Tonight, I've got a bone to pick. Yeah. Something happened this week that shocked me, made me realize some things, made me think about things. Let's go ahead and at least start off with an intro for you guys. Suppose by the title, some of you may be able to guess what this is all about. If you've been watching the last couple of videos I have uploaded this week, you probably know what's going on here. Go ahead, let me say hi to the guests. We got Macro in the house tonight, and he's feeling very feeliac. 
Con Pie. Con Pie. Mm. Right now. You're right about this beer. So smooth. It is. And then I got Blown Out Brown. And for later on in the talk tonight, I got this cold moose jewel waiting right here for me. Mm. My favorite. And, of course, Jason, the diabetic geek. What's up? What's up, everybody? How you feeling tonight? Doing pretty good. Uh, no Kung pie tonight for me, but I uh, got some got some coffee coming, so. Well, that's good. Me, on the other hand, I've had a rough week. My mind's been spinning, and it hurt. hurt. I was I was cut deep this week, really, really deep, so deep that Jason, you know, you know me from the past, that. Oh yeah. When you get immortalized in a song, you've pissed Anthrid off. Definitely. Now, we're not talking about Onision this time. We're not talking about Alan Sharkey this time. We're not talking about Derek Savage this time. There he is! We're talking about Chris Fisher of Jupiter Broadcasting. Sunday, during the pre-show, they were doing their pre-show stuff, getting ready for the show like they normally do. I was on the YouTube live gaming portion of YouTube. And YouTube recently rolled out a feature called the Super Chat. So I go ahead, I donate a dollar. The next, I donate another dollar. And this one I said, all right, this one's for Noah. And then, out of my surprise, while watching it, this happened. Yeah, I see that, WW. Thanks. Anybody else want to mention it to me, too? This is great. This is going to be a pain in my fucking ass. So, fantastic. And even even if it's just one more fucking thing that I got to log into YouTube and turn off. He's just sitting there complaining about it. I don't need that pain in the ass. That that $1 is going to take more of my time than than that dollar will come near to covering. First thing out of the bat, that dollar is going to take more of his time than that dollar is going to cover. Well, no thank you, is what basically he might as well just told me. No thank you. Then he starts to get in a little deeper here. Extremely annoying. Yeah, so yes, WW, to answer your question, I did see it. <laughs> so that's the thing now, huh? I Dollars fucking win. guess it is. Now he starts and going I, and off And I like on that me. they get to just determine. I'm going to give money to a business, and I'm going to determine which of the people in the business get that money. How does that even, that is so annoying. I don't even know how we're going to do that from an accounting standpoint. It's for a. So first of all, he's complaining because obviously he saw the message of the second donation, which I said this is for Noah. And says I, I get to determine who gets it. Well, if I'm making a donation, yeah, here's a dollar for Chris. Here's a dollar for Noah. There's nothing wrong with that. Absolutely nothing wrong with that. Dollar, it's a, it's a joke. Huh. <laughs> yeah. So it's great. Yeah, it's it's great. Now, if they want to make it five hundred dollars, that. And then he continues on. If they want to make it $500, okay, I get it. A dollar's not good enough for this guy. He wants the hard, cold cash. He wants 500 dundies, you know? He wants the big bills in his pocket. It's a lot saying when you have over $4,000 coming on from Patreon, right? You know? That'd be a different story. All right, you got anything else you can read? Because I'm close. Yeah, no, no worries. Uh, the uh, so this is that's that's my that's my first ride. I did not know that you give people money on YouTube, but that's interesting. I do. You know, that's thing- how I just found out. That's how- and obviously he does not follow what goes on on YouTube. The super chat feature has been talked about for quite a while now. How I just found out. So <laughs> the, the the thing of it is that's actually it's kind of weird. And that's how I'm bringing it in. Now, Jason, you saw the video. Yes. What are your opinions about what happened there? Uh, pretty pretty screwed up. Over one dollar, he's going to basically blast a supporter, a longtime supporter, someone who actually got to meet you guys. Got to meet each other in person, and he brought you. He, he basically showed you the ropes to broadcasting. You you know, on the, the road and uh, in, in the rover. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. And. Then for him to blast you like that, and th- and then just apologize and or basically kind of apologize and say I, I will, that it wasn't about you. Yeah, I'll get into that one in a bit. 
I'm going to show this. I mean, well, why not? Since you brought it on, let's go ahead and just move into that one. Let me get that picture up on the screen here. All right. At Anthrit, that song is awesome. Just so you know, that was a Google rant, not an at Anthrit rant. You're not the one that created the system. Okay. You all just listened and heard the clip I just played where he told me a dollar's not enough, basically, and that if I make it $500, that's a different story, and that that $1 is going to be a pain in his ass. That doesn't sound like he's ranting to Google with that. No. 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 Jared, I mean, you have anything you want to say? I think we're all just, it's going to be an echo chamber. We all agree this is just petty bullshit that, yeah, clearly said, oh, if it was $500, it'd be worth my time, but it's it's a dollar. But you you look at anybody on YouTube, anybody with a Patreon, most of them, they even get a single dollar. They're thrilled. They're grateful. They'll bend over backwards to say thank you to those people. And I I get it. They're, They're, you know, upper class echelon podcasters that... YouTube's kind of a new foreign thing to them, or at least they carry it on like it is, but that's no excuse it's definitely to be an so, It's, it's definitely something new. Yeah, it's definitely something new. I don't think they've been around as long as we have in the YouTube community. I've been here for over 10 years. I know this community inside and out. I know the people on it. I know the different tech videos. I, You know what I mean? I've been a part of this community a very long time. And I've been on the YouTube gaming streaming. And I have supported other streamers, given them a dollar. I have used this feature a lot in the past month, giving out money. And there's one thing I've learned about this new feature. It creates a donation war. All of a sudden, other people in the chat are given $5. And the next person will say, oh, I'm going to up that. I'm doing 10 And then the support builds. And before the end of the night, the streamers made a couple hundred dollars. Yeah, what's not to love if you're a streamer of, for that alone? You basically have people bidding over yeah, your stream. Exactly, exactly. Yeah, yeah. It, it, it's, it's a good money. feature. This, th- Believe it or not, this feature, even though it's new to YouTube, has been around on Twitch for years now. You know, where people donate and then the stream yeah. pops up. They even have little animations that come up say, oh, thank you, and their comments on the stream. And, then, you know, this is part of streaming culture between, I guess you'd say, the Twitchers, and now it's coming to YouTube, right? And so this is a new feature. I think it's a good thing. It, it, it gives us another outlet for us that are our YouTubers, for us that are into the Google system, are into this world, and a part of it, and our content creators on this site. It is a very cool feature because we don't have to go and have all these other services on the outside that i got to deal with. I got one platform my god my lord and savior google i know a lot of people hate them they make me mad from time to time but i love them for what they're so get what the platform that they've been giving me for over 11 years it was 2005 when it started so actually 12 years now that's how old it wow this site's been around a long time wow makes me feel old (sighs) you are we are old. And I think the part that hurt the most about all this is I didn't even know what podcasting was until I ran into the Linux Action Show. I found yeah. the Linux Action Show because I was trying to set up uh, my my first server. I wanted to run CentOS on it. And one of their videos came up, and I started watching it. Check it out. I'm like, oh, what's, what's a podcast? What the heck is this? New world to me. I, I mean, I'm, I'm a YouTuber. I've never heard of such a thing as a podcast. So I check out the website, figure out what it is, subscribe to the feed. And over the course of many years, here I am, inspired. Because of Chris Fisher, I was inspired. That's the reason why I'm doing this podcast. Is He is the individual and the person who inspired me to give this a try. I've never done anything like this before. I've done videos. I've done music. I've never tried podcasting before. And let me tell you what, it is the hardest thing to do. <laughs> Especially after like last week's show, the unexpected events, trying to do everything 
you know, it's it's not easy. There's a lot going on, especially when I'm the one doing it all behind the scenes. There's no there's no group of people behind the scenes helping you know, helping the feeds, editing the videos. I'm doing this all by myself. And I, I, I enjoy it. I'm starting to like it. It's stressful, but I'm starting to like it. Yeah. I'm going to let you guys. Jason, I know you you were kind of in the pre-show. You were getting a little heated. I was getting a little bit premature. I know. I should have waited. But uh, it, it's just like like you said, It's he showed you to the world of podcasting. Um, he's a big inspiration to you. And you've, you've honestly got me into watching Jupiter Broadcasting, okay? You got me into Linux. And... You got me into podcasting as well. Now, if you wouldn't have met and, and um, you know, talked to Chris Fisher and Jupiter Broadcasting people, I wouldn't have been where I am now with Linux, with with podcasting in general. So for him to do this, I mean, not only did he lose lose you as a subscriber or as a as a supporter, he's losing me as well, definitely. And it I'm just makes me second guess the Linux community now, the 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 Jupiter Broadcasting people over there. What are they really after? Are they after the, the, the fans? Are they after sharing information, valuable information, or are they after the money? I think it's there's a money issue here. You're going to get upset over a buck. Yep. A freaking dollar. A dollar. Especially, I have been supporting them since the beginning. I've been a member of their Patreon. Um, I have purchased their merchandise. I've gone to Linux Fest Northwest just to meet them i could i was like oh i could care less about everything else around the event i just wanted to meet them for the you know just just to see it exactly i wanted to see the people that were inspiring me and and got me like you said i passed on the linux bug it was me searching for how, how to set up a server for centos yep. i run into their videos and then the whole chain goes together the whole the whole domino effect has been going on here now now i feel like I feel like our relationship is over, you know? I fucking guess it is. I want to try to play devil's advocate, so this doesn't sound like we're just echo chamber bouncing off each other's thoughts, because we all pretty well agree this... Yeah, this shows kind of their true colors. They do this for a living. They behind the scenes are probably going to be like this. Hell, if we did it for a living, we'd probably be a little petty ourselves. But you gotta try so hard even if it's just a pre-show like this was to have a damn filter not let your fans see that side of you yeah well i think the funny part is about it that they do these pre-shows but they don't end up into the final product i don't even think he Mm. knows that i have that clip because on the youtube live stream you can even do it now you can go backwards and watch stuff that's already happened pause the stream continue later it's, it's really a neat feature. It's like a DVR kind of a thing. I think that's even what they call it in the options when you yep, set up a yep. live stream. So you can go back at least two hours and review anything that happened. So that's how I got my hands on the clip. Well, even if they're new to YouTube, but they're not they're not new to the Internet. They should oh, know yeah. nothing's ever truly deleted. Nothing's ever truly gone. Exactly. Now, I, I kind of believe the guy when he said he wasn't totally wasn't blaming you, at least completely. It was like, oh, great, here's a feature I got to turn off because, you know, things bouncing up on YouTube they didn't expect. But clearly when they start saying, oh, maybe it was 500. Yeah, yeah, know, there, was, the there was a waste of my time. Dollar, like. Yeah, th- that was the part that triggered me. I get it. Okay, it's another feature yeah. you got to turn off, but I don't even know. As far as I know, it's a new feature. I haven't seen an option to turn it on or off. I haven't really looked for it either because I already got it. You know, I got it on the YouTube gaming side as well. And eventually we'll get it on the the main YouTube section once uh, a user goes over, I think, like 10,000 subscribers. Then it goes on to the normal for the phones and everything. <clears throat> but right now, most of us have access to it through the YouTube Gaming, which is YouTube's yes. testing platform right now. If you've never been to gaming.youtube, it, the, the platform looks really nice. Even the video player is good. A lot Absolutely. better than the other one. I like it. One thing I do want to mention, um, he he knows your handle, right? Chris knows your Anthrate handle. He's seen that handle. He uh, knows that was you. He should have thanked you in that video and said, oh, Anthrite, hey, how you doing? At least acknowledge. Yeah, yeah, something you know, like that. Supporting him. Thanks for the something dollar, like but that. I don't want to use this feature and then go on your rant about Google. Exactly. But he just totally blew off the handle. Uh, it was 
uncalled for honestly it wasn't wasn't uh what i expected out of out of chris or jupiter broadcasting <sighs> i'm hurt i was really hurt about so, that adam in the chat has said uh he says they've had nothing but bad experiences when he's dealt with them personally they seem rather argumentative and elitist do you kind of agree with that they seem they strike you as that way yeah i think they they come off as like they're the god of the linux community yep they really they are the center of the media for the linux community that's just happened they've gotten like like all the like other creators on youtube you become the biggest in that category you become what everyone looks up to like shay carl he's he's the king of the vloggers you know what i mean he's the one everyone is inspired off of and 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 they're mm-hmm. they're making vlogs. So yeah, I, I I can see that. I can definitely see that. And it's and it's it's kind of like that mentality is part of what makes the Linux community something that I don't even want to deal with anymore. Yeah, I mean I've dealt with it in forums. I've even dealt with it in my comments section. And there's something about Linux users that. They are elitist in some points. I mean, there are Very some arrogant. like like me and you. We we understand that it's just an operating system. It's not the end all to be all. Yep. It's just a fucking operating system. That's it. So some people we, want, fall. we all like to try something different. So exactly. whatever your operating fall. system is. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> I keep interrupting. Well, you. I mean, we've all had the elitist angle at one point. We were all pure Linux, like, oh, I'm better oh, yeah. than everybody. But, yeah, you got to lose that over time, or else yep. you're just going to be a douchebag to everybody. Yep. You're not going to pull anybody into this good thing. Exactly. Yeah, and another yeah, thing, like when, I, when I was making that diss track, I was using an app that I missed so, so much when I was full-time Linux. And that is a program called Reason beautiful music creation tool the open source any of the alternatives cannot come close to what reason is if you've ever used it if you're a reason user you know what i'm talking about even other um music creation tools on uh even the windows platform a mac platform you just can't beat reason it is a beautiful piece of art whoever created that tool thank you awesome tool awesome tool and i missed it so much and making that diss track the other day it was like, wow, it's nice to be able to do this again. Yeah. Oh, whew, okay. I'm trying to think if there's anything else I want to say because we don't want to we don't want to take up this whole podcast complaining about Chris Fisher. No, no. no My last words on it are pretty much: if someone's going to throw money your way, that they don't have to throw your way. You know, you otherwise off of this completely for free if someone's trying to support you don't be a douchebag don't react like that it's just be decent about it exactly. be, there you be go. human about it decency need a lesson, need a, lesson. Down right into this ass and we're done with that ass whooping so basically <laughs> the only i guess i guess the only way you can you, you someone can make up from doing something like this is they're gonna have to they're gonna have to give me a little bit of a oh oh but 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 yeah. So with that, let's move on. Let's end this chapter. I'm done with it. I'm done making videos about it. I'm done singing about it. I'm I'm done with it. <laughs> it's time to move on with our life because why? Anthrax got an O droid to play with this weekend. Oh yeah. In the mail, baby. Look at that. I don't want to unbox it too much, but it's in there, and I'm excited to to play with this bad boy. Yeah, I was I was gonna do that this week, get some filming done, get it done. But somehow, my week was my week was ru- ruined. But I just had to, yeah, yeah. That sucks. <sighs> so See so look forward to that. But tell me, you're excited for that? Those oh, not yeah. in the know, this is nerd porn. Oh yeah, <laughs> nerd porn. And what's great? That'll okay. be the perfect test for it. Let's watch some porn <laughs> on it. Yeah. <laughs> You well, know what, man? Hey, I'm going to get into that hentai. Two gigahertz uh, processor in it. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. H.265. See if it'll do it at 4K. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Now that's what I'm <laughs> talking about. 
All right, so the next point on this one, I thought it was kind of fun. Let me kind of switch over here. I ran into something weird on YouTube. There's this guy that goes by the name Dan Bell. He's been doing this video series called Dead Mall Series. I just started watching these videos, and I thought it was kind of fascinating how he's going through all these malls all across America, and there's... They're open, but they have like five or six shops in them. There's like nothing in them. They're almost, they're just totally dead. And this is an epidemic even even in our town we're starting to see. Our mall is half full. Yep. I'm looking at it going, well, this used to be a big thing back in the day. What What's going on here? What is the big deal? Then I realized, who wants to go to a mall when you can do your shopping on your smartphone? You know what I'm saying? I think Amazon and eBay, well, maybe not really eBay, but a lot of these online uh, companies mm-hmm. are killing the mall experience that we used to know as a kid. Malls were fun, especially the arcade portion of the malls. They were the best. Oh, God, I miss it. Yeah. That. And it's so sad to see all these malls dying and shutting down. It's like the next generation is not going to know what this is. And I know Walmart is actually testing out a... a a deal where you can order your stuff online and then go to the parking lot and pick up your stuff. Being done in select cities. That's kind of cool. Really neat. Yeah, that is. You're kind of missing out on the experience, though. Like going out with the family and friends and going to the mall and hanging out and getting to spend time together. You're missing out on that. Now you can just go to the laptop and computer and click a few buttons and you got everything you need. Heck, heck you can do it on your phone. I mean, it'd be like, I'll be sitting at, I'll be sitting at work and be like, oh, I need this. Yeah. Yeah. Done. Don't have to go to the work, go to the store after work. I've got it. It'll show up at the door. That, that, I remember we, go ahead. Well, we talked about this a few, uh, maybe late last year, uh, Mm -hmm. after you went to Japan, you went to that Yodabashi. Yeah. I was just about to mention that. Yeah. Reminiscing about brick and mortar stores, actual hands on stuff. Yep. Yeah, it's really cool, especially when it comes to, like, computer cases or keyboards or mice. It's really neat to actually see the device instead of not knowing what you're getting. Especially for me, because I've been doing videos for so long. You know how many times I've been screwed and and buy, buy a camera, and it's just not what I really want because how it looks online looks so much better than I get it. I'm like, well, this, this is not really it. I've been through, like, five vlogging cameras in the last three years. You still have them all? <laughs> yeah, I do kind of hard to get yeah. rid of them because they each have like a memory or a sentimental value to them exactly yeah that's what uh that's what my fiance says oh get rid of all this oh no i want that i need that i need to keep that no it's good you stuff need to admit you have a hoarding problem yeah kind of <laughs> <laughs> but yeah my mall here is kind of dead in the water well we had a new owner buy it a few years ago but what he started to do he started to take all the exterior stores uh and they turned them into strip malls, and it kind of oh. revived the mall wow. in a way. It, <laughs> like at least in terms of using that parking lot, but they made the mall profitable again, turning it into strip malls. Ironically enough, yeah, I got to do something because in the future, yeah. I could see this being a, a whole thing everywhere. Even places like Walmart, they will just Sears. be they'll just be a pickup point. They won't be. Well, yeah. Sears is dying everywhere. Sears yeah, is Sears almost gone. Yeah, yeah. JCPenney's has gone here, too. We've lost our Sears. Yep. We've lost our JCPenney's. These are big stores that have been around many years. And, of course, my favorite, good old Radio Shack. There you go, Radio Shack. They're gone, too. All of them, gone. Oh, yeah, I like someone in the chat. Yeah, I could go for a glass of wine. I'm drinking beer. <laughs> but every time I drink that wine, woo-wee. I, I, I wish I there. could safely pour one out for Radio Shack right now. Ooh, excuse me. But yeah, I just I thought it was interesting. So in the future, we already know Amazon's playing with a store that's going to be almost autonomous, you know? Mm-hmm. So pretty soon, you go shopping, you do your orders, order all your groceries on the comfort of your couch, on your smartphone. A couple of hours, yeah. a guy pulls up to your house, here's your stuff. That's freaky. That's crazy. <laughs> Technology. It's kind of killed it. And you know what? Drone. The newer, the newer generation is going to be doing it that way because now they have it. They'll never get that experience yeah. of going through a busy mall or a yep. busy store shopping and looking at stuff. 
So I'll be able like, to back in the day, we had to drive to get our groceries. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Just to have to go out and get our stuff. Really? Yeah, the, the new ways are kind of better. I, I, yeah. I prefer I mean, it. It's, but it's, 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 it's kind of yeah. prefer it. It's just the experience of it. I mean, economically-wise, we're doing very well for our economy. It's just that people would say, oh, why are these stores close to oldie folks? Or, you know, our parents and grandparents are like, the economy's bad. These stores are shutting down. Not really. It's changing hands. We're going from an online system to an offline. It's it's changing. It, the business is still there. Yep. It's just different now. Evolving. Yeah. Well, you just end up with millions of people working in a warehouse. Yeah, yeah. It's definitely robots, not going to gonna hurt jobs. You got your delivery drivers. You got your carriers. You got what, what else you got? You know, like you said, the warehouse. And then you got the IT staff for the web infrastructure on the other end. Yep. So the jobs aren't going anywhere. They're just you just won't have cashier jobs anymore. There'll be a different kind of job. Just one job replaces another. It's like people saying, "Oh, robots are going to replace people in jobs." Well, not really, because guess what? Somebody's got to maintain the Who's robots. Build the robot. Someone's go. got to program the robots. Now, when they start programming and build, fixing themselves, then we got a problem. <sighs> this all just makes me think of a like a nostalgia piece. I, I was in Boy Scouts once, and we had this magazine called Boys Life, and they had this thing about like the living room of the future. In 2020, uh, these kids are going to be watching like a live concert in a 3D hologram in their living room. And their parent comes in the room like, you know, back in the day, we had to go to a store and rent a VHS, a tape. And the kid's like, what's a tape? What's a DVD? And you know, I'm already starting to feel old thinking about that. I know. Yeah. Isn't it? Isn't it scary? That. <laughs> it's really scary. But... As it is, already you can watch the football game in a VR now, I guess. But what can you say? It's our future. It's the way it's going to be. Anything else you want to say before we move on to the next one? Rip brick and mortar stores. Rest in peace. <laughs> this next one. Ah, well. As you know, there has been a lot of complaints on YouTube about the YouTube counter or something's wrong. People are losing subscribers. This is people have been complaining about this for months now. Months. Well, mm. as of yesterday, the mystery is solved. And I actually yeah. had a lot of people, you know, that, you know, there's some people in my community let me know that this feature now that it's fixed, they're so sad that it's gone because it was a nice feature to abuse. So what it is, <laughs> it's really neat. <laughs> Basically, anytime someone unsubscribes from a channel, YouTube falsely detracts two subscribers. Essentially making the trolls allowed to click subscribe, unsubscribe, unsu you know. Heck, you can get a script or a bot on that bad boy. <laughs> so this has been going on, well... YouTube claims that this glitch started on the 6. I don't think it's that that young. I think this has been around a long time because people have been complaining about it for a long time. Yep. They're even saying, no, 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 this is not the problem everyone's bitching about. You know you know how YouTube is, you know? They got to they gotta excite us, you know, try to make it look like it wasn't there, but I think it was there a lot longer. And it makes me wonder where other areas this doesn't work because I've noticed when in a live stream, when I click the like button during in a live stream, it jumps up too. Huh. So I'm wondering if this glitch is in more areas than just a subscriber count. You're at two two dislikes and four likes on the live stream already, so wonder if it's still the error is yeah. still going. I don't know. Yeah. I think YouTube has gotten so big, so damn complex that it, it's kind of like early CSS code. Just one little yep. mistake and you break the whole break the damn whole thing. thing. If uh, What's to be believed about the rumors about internal like Google memos that half the people working are just engineers who are drunk half the time? Mm -hmm. This stuff's bound to be incredibly flaky, but over the last four or five months, just seeing like, oh, not getting my notifications, not getting my subscribers, this thing happening, it's just been one thing after another, week after week. 
just over the last six months or so. But what's the deal, YouTube? Yeah, it's it's crazy stuff. Miss video stores. Oh, oh. someone in the chat. Yeah, video stores. Oh yeah. But yeah, this was this was a pretty funny glitch though. The, you know, uh, this one's it, like, uh, how did that work in the coding? What did they break? It was like the counter. It was like the 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 counter, not the actual data. Like the subscribers weren't actually like taken off from the from the channel. Like they, it was just like the the counter itself. There was well, a glitch in the counter itself. Well, that tells you how's that. You think the counter would work by know, right? by yeah. by the data of who is actual subscribed? Basically, what they just what was come out here is that counter is not even accurate. Then, if it's just mm-hmm. been going off of when somebody clicks on it versus the data inside the channel. You see you see what I mean here? Yeah. So that counter has been inaccurate probably for a very long time. Oh, wow. yeah. yeah. It's it definitely not accurate. If 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 it can't it's not actually counting what's on the back end, it just counts mm-hmm. when somebody clicks or disclicks it. You see what I mean? Mm-hmm. With a glitch like this, I don't even think they're gonna be able to fix some of this unless they actually start counting the data of who is actually subscribed instead of yeah. their actions on a button. And I, like exactly, I said, yeah. I clicked that's the like button, and I think that's still, there's something weird there. Surprising that there's no glitch on the the um, like buttons. Well, like I said, there was there's one time where, subscriber button. where I did hit like on a few streams. I've noticed it on the game, uh, a lot of the streams that I watch. I'll click the like button, it'll jump two instead of one. That's really weird. Well, I'm sure you can remember for a long time on bigger channels, they it would be stuck at about 300 views, but they'd have thousands of likes. That that stuff doesn't really update in real time. Yeah, that just slowly builds over time. Like first 24 hours, it's just a projected figure. Okay, so I'm like, I figure it's something tied into that. I know Boogie2988 says uh, he uses Social Blade, checks his. Uh, yeah, that's a good. What's what's the word? Uh, YouTube statistics. I can't remember the damn analytics. term for it. But analytics. Analytics. Yeah, he checks his go. analytics every day, and there's always discrepancies between what YouTube reports and what, say, social yeah, course, yeah. blade does. Even though they use the YouTube API, I'd say there's just some back end stuff, some weird calculations they do, yep. and that just doesn't show up real time. But this was a pretty funny glitch. What was it? The the YouTuber who uh, really brought attention to this black movie something. He black, ended up black, with negative black. a thousand subscribers. Yeah, that was kind of neat <laughs> <laughs> to get your sub count in the minus. Which did YouTube owe him a thousand subscribers, or did he owe them? How does that work? Huh. Hmm. That's a good question. I would like to know that. Well, here's here's someone just put in the chat that I actually noticed this one. And it happened recently. I remember a lot of people saying that they got unsubbed from people. I watch a YouTuber named Live Each Day. He used to go by the name Dude Like Hella. Mm -hmm. Now, one day I noticed, because I watch him daily. He's a daily vlogger. I'm like, well, he hasn't made a video in like three days. I wonder if he's okay. I go over and check out his channel. And the subscribe button was red again. I never unsubscribed from him. Matter of fact, I watch him religiously every day, and he's gone. So there is a problem there. There is yeah, definitely a, a couple problem. Times too with my subscribers that I watch. I know some people were pointing out it was like behavior. Some channels I might see a few things in their sub box that I'll ignore for a few days, and then the thing the algorithm would say auto auto unsubscribe me. Yep. And then it seemed for a while there, like a lot last month in November. I would end up getting notifications from channels I either unsubscribed from years ago or never oh, subscribed right. to, like yep, they were yep. paid subscriptions. What? Yeah, because I, I I used to watch a guy a called time. Chimney Swift. He used to do Minecraft videos, but yep. after he quit doing he Minecraft videos, I unsubscribed. And all of a sudden, like I think it was about a month ago, all of a sudden his videos are showing up on my feed, and I'm like, I thought I unsubscribed from him. Why is he showing up here again? So I get unsubscribed from somebody I'm watching and get subscribed to somebody I'm not watching. <laughs> what? <laughs> what is going on with YouTube these days? doesn't even know what it's doing. These are totally first world problems, but I know oh, yeah. we it's, all spend it's a problem. unhealthy it's a amount problem. of time on YouTube. 
We yeah, need so to, we, we need to write a to work well we us. need to write a letter to Donald Trump. This needs to be addressed right <laughs> now. I want my subscribers to work. Damn it, <laughs> Donald Trump. <laughs> We're gonna make YouTube great again. Let me you, tell you. You won't be able to read it though, Anthony. Oh, Have yeah. you heard the recent news? People are Did saying they? that he he might not be capable of reading. You saying he's like Tommy? Uh, yeah, he can. He's. Actually, there's a plenty of videos out there and plenty of evidence where he did uh, his lawyers step in and don't allow him to read documents or um, anything to do with like when he's in uh, on, in court or anything, any uh, legal documents or anything like that. And if you notice when he signs executive orders, he asks like, "Where do I sign? What's this? Do- what's this about?" Like, I think he has handlers or oh, that's staff not good. That read read everything for him. So it's kind of scary because if you think about it, someone could slip in something and say, hey, this is what it means when it really means something else. And then he signs it and then there you go. Now, now that could be scary. I mean, then you got the perfect puppet that he's never had before. Wow. I, I, I very, very skeptical of that. Like, it's kind of mm-hmm. a lefty conspiracy. Oh, yeah. But yeah, of course. There might be something to that. That's yeah. not unheard of. It's even with billionaires. Oh, yeah. Because if 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 you have a couple billion dollars or you know you're a billionaire and your mom's and your mom and dad is really rich and they pay for you to uh not have school or you know you stay home and just do whatever you don't get to learn how to read and then you know you borrow money from your family when you get older and then you start a business and become a billionaire and hey you don't know how to read but yet you got all this money to spend on on uh you know assistance to read for you and and help you with that so i think that's that might be you know, like you said, a conspiracy theory, but uh, just wanted to bring it up. I didn't think we'd go political on this show tonight, but oh, yeah. I, I hey, kind of want to take it's, this it's a little It's the Geeking Off further. podcast. It happens. It is. It what we do. We don't We don't like to stick around one thing. We like to change it up and move things around. That's what I wanted this show to be. I didn't want it to be, Great, great. this is going to be about a Linux, and this is going to be this and that, and it's going to be yep. just strictly this. I wanted to have, because I listen to other podcasts, I like the, some of the podcasts that kind of go, wander off a little bit and go in different areas. It's oh, yeah. fun. It's good, even from well, a listening yeah. standpoint. I was going to expand on it. Well, okay. uh, I'm sure you've heard that Trump doesn't bother sitting in on most intelligence meetings yeah, or uh, what, is it, the, the, what is it, the secret intelligence or whatever, uh, military secret ops, the ready yeah. room, whatever the hell they call it. I can't remember ready anything room. tonight. But he doesn't sit in on most of those meetings. He'll often say, just walk out and say, hey, do whatever you want. Yep. And they'll end up, you know, executing drone strikes or something i don't know what if it's completely true but it seems like he takes a very uninterested approach to a lot of things maybe because he's always paid staff maybe he's always paid staff i mean this is this is not yeah in in his world yeah you pay somebody to do it for you you pay someone to do it like like my buddy tommy hey anthony what does this say yeah exactly you know fill out my title and my description for me yeah it's not that hard you know interesting Howard Stern knows Donald Trump fairly well, oh, at yeah, least among celebrities. He claims he knows him very well, and uh, I can't remember who he was speaking to, but I read this a few weeks ago. It was something that Donald Trump just does not sound like himself, and the end point I got from it was it sounded like Donald Trump took a bet that he could run for president and win, and you know he tried to be as vulgar and crazy as possible to lose it. But then he just kept on gaining momentum and had to take it seriously. And now he's stuck with it. So he's unhappy. His wife's unhappy. And <laughs> now he has to go through <laughs> with this whole damn thing for at least four damn years. That Possibly he... eight. Yeah. Yeah, especially if the lefties keep protesting and making a worse case for themselves. Yeah. 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 I, I, it's, it's pretty damn interesting. But yeah. Trump doesn't seem like he's being himself or the last year or so over the election. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We could speculate I mean, all we want, but oh, it, yeah. there does seem to be a lot connecting together. A lot There's of this makes a lot, a lot of sense. Here now. It's Don't get terrifying. Me wrong, Don't get me wrong. I'm definitely not against Trump. I'm totally against Hillary, but uh, I just wanted to bring that up about the, the video and uh, it's all over the news. I mean, all over YouTube, just search it up, watch the video and uh, yeah, it's pretty crazy stuff. Because there is some compelling evidence of it. So, huh. new time facts will tell. every time. Exactly. Well, this next Just one. Just hope we don't die in the process. Yeah. Yes. This one, <laughs> I it was, was was submitted by you, Jason. New York yep. Seuss Charter alleges Time Warner fraud on internet speeds. 
Well, no wonder my no wonder everything was crappy last week. Yeah, this is the stupid company I got to deal with. <sighs> What's very interesting about that is right after I started talking about this in the pre-show, um, my whole computer started freaking out, and I kind of got disconnected from the hangout and everything. So maybe uh, they're spying on me a little bit. Okay, so yeah. <laughs> give me a little bit fill in here. I'm kind of I'm kind of browsing through and reading a little bit here. Okay, well, basically what's going on is Charter, well, Bright House and uh, Time Warner is kind of like Bright House. So uh, here, here in the southeast, we had Bright House. Now up north in the uh, northeast, uh, they have uh, Time Warner. Um, well, Charter bought out Bright House and Time Warner. So now it's just Charter. Okay, so they promised that they would not hire the rates for, for the internet speeds. They wouldn't, they wouldn't have no caps or anything. And, um, you know, the, the prices would be the same. And now they're not keeping their promises. I've had, I've had family actually get notices from, uh, Spectrum, which is, uh, a charter for yeah. Bright House. Yeah. Char- charter. And tell basically saying the rates are going to go up and there's going to be caps or, or there's, or there's no longer any service available in your area. So like, okay, you just, you just uh, made a promise before and now, you know, you, you got bought out by Charter and you're going uh, back on your promise and either now people have to find a new ISP or pay more for crappier service. Well, well, if you're in an area like me, we don't get the luxury of choose another ISP. Yeah. <laughs> we have well, one. Well, actually we don't because there's contracts now. There's contracts in our area that where other um, internet service providers can't come into certain county line districts. You know, with, with Bright with Bright House or Spectrum, whatever you want to call them, so now people can't go anywhere. They can't go to Cox. They can't go to any Comcast or whatever. They can't go to any of that because they're, yeah, they're, that's the totally contract a, that's, says they can't. That's a prison system, especially with Charter because they're part of Time Warner. They're just part of that whole evil circle. You know, the yep, data caps exactly. dumb your speed down. Yep. And like right now, what they're doing in our state, where it's just there's a bandwidth cap. Period. We get no more than thirty down. And three up. That's it. That's all we're getting and all we're ever going to get. Mm. And they made that clear. And we used to get faster internet from our local ISP. And then they got bought out by this company, dumbed us down, and then tell us, oh, it's not available in your area. Well, we had it before. What the hell? Exactly. Yeah. This There's something wrong here. I don't like it. So because now quite a bit of people are going to be out of internet service. It's basically, be- they're dumbing it down to the point where, well, they... They're also a cable company. Yep. What are they? You know what they're using this bandwidth for? They're using it to for TV shows. Cable, exactly. Cable, yeah. Cable doesn't work analog anymore. It's all digital too. It's all yep. internet. Yep. You know protocols. It's 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 not like it was before. It's still. So they want to push this. Oh, you want to watch videos? Well, yeah, we already got a data pipe for this. You know what I mean? Kind of yeah, like they I, snuck I in that pipe that. that everyone was talking about with Netflix's pipe system that they're doing. They're already doing yeah. it, and that's why they're going to advertise mm-hmm. it. Well, you wouldn't have this problem because you could watch it with our, our TV plan, and <laughs> all of a sudden you're going back to the TV because you can't watch it online anymore because it's just crap. Oh, okay. <laughs> Trust me, I know. Yeah, not many, not many people know as, as, that. As a, um, as a person who streams, I need Internet. And a person who uploads yeah. YouTube videos and yep. watches YouTube as my main content source. I need fast internet. I've even couple you know, thought, well, I'm gonna move somewhere else just to get faster internet. Move up to Anchorage, Alaska. They got gigabit up there in Anchorage, Alaska. <laughs> Dang. <sighs> okay. We're moving yeah, to where's my vape? I left my vape in the other room. <laughs> Shout out to Gary. <laughs> Gary, Gary. Gary. <laughs> One of our favorite commenters. Yes. I was going to let you go ahead, Jason, because I was going to turn this into a net neutrality thing, because that's oh. all it comes around to. Yeah, yeah. yeah well, I want exactly to say that is. not many people know about um, their, their cable boxes, basically, using the uh, internet protocols and stuff, and using the internet, and then they wonder why their internet's so slow. Um, just an example, my sister, uh, had me come over a few weeks ago because she has four, four cable boxes, right? Hooked up and she has internet and it's supposed to be the good internet. This is with spectrum now. And so I logged in and looked at her, um, network and her traffic and everything. I'm like, well, you got four cable boxes constantly driving traffic 
through your internet. Plus, you're trying to get on with your your PlayStation, and your TVs, and you know, smart devices and stuff. And yeah, yeah, like, oh, yeah. I didn't even I didn't even know my cable box goes through the internet. I'm like, yeah, yeah. They, they're starting now. They are now. It's, it's they're going digital too. So yep. you you think, oh well, I have this fast internet plan plus exactly. a cable package, but your cable side of it's sucking your bandwidth. Yeah, that's why we don't we don't do cable here, just internet. Yeah, there was a great and hugely broadcasted uh, court case that happened a few years ago with a guy on AT and T. He decided to stream this TV series over Netflix instead of through AT and T's internal uh, TV streaming service, and he ended up getting charged hundreds, and I think maybe like two thousand oh, dollars for the additional bandwidth he used, even though it was. Still, last mile. Uh, it, the differentiation, differentiation being, uh, it's coming through internal network AT and T versus yes. external network yeah. AT and T. That whole last mile thing that they try to distill the difference. Though in terms of say Netflix, most ISPs have buffer servers mm-hmm. donated by Netflix to help alleviate that. Yeah, Netflix bends over backwards to try to appease oh, these yeah. providers. I mean, hell, they tried to do that with Comcast, but ended up paying Comcast <laughs> a shitload of money and then raising everybody's rates. But Look what we could happened. go all day it's, about it's that. Just, it's just bits going through a pipe. Come on. It's all the same data coming through. Now, if you yeah, look at the way the extra internet. internet actually works on the back end, they'll pay for uh, something that's called a percentile, like a 95th percentile. How much simultaneous bandwidth they're going to pull from their back end provider, normally being like level two is a really big one. Yeah, level two. They'll pay based on how much they're going to utilize their fiber pipe for over a period of that month. So they put on data caps to try to trim and condition users to not use it. it, Hey, it costs them a tiny bit more, but we're still paying them an ass load of money. Exactly. And more to the whole competition or thing in your area. I don't know if I mentioned it on this podcast, but here's the thing a lot of people don't know. 1996 Telecommunications Act. Yep. Since that was enacted, over $400 billion have been given to several mostly private companies in the United States. Some independent, some great little co-ops actually doing a good thing, rolling out fiber. But it's mostly been these big ISPs that we know as Time Warner, Charter, Comcast, AT&T. What they were supposed to do by 2005 was that fiber optic rolled out to every single house in the United States. We were going to have 50 megabits symmetrical up and down by 2005 in the entire U.S. I remember that. Tax dollars paid for that, and it didn't happen. happen. Nope. Heck, some of us are still living in areas, and their internet, even if it's high speed, they might as well just be on dial-up. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> you know, come on. Give us faster internet. <sighs> and it stands to get even worse with the new head of the FCC. I don't know how to say his name correctly. Ajit Pai? I it's a weird spelling, but he's looking to do away with any of the regulations that Tom Wheeler under the Obama administration tried to put in place. And, well, this guy was uh, the the new chairman. Seemed like he was involved in telecommunications. Uh, yeah. I don't know if he was a lobbyist per se, but I know Tom Wheeler. He was a lobbyist for cable companies, but he was actually starting to get it. Net neutrality. They passed Title II regulations that were essentially reclassifying ISPs as like a telephone provider that they must provide a basic level of guaranteed service because yes. people depend on it so damn much. It, it, it's and a necessity. Was, it's it's like a, it's it, it might as well be considered a utility now. Yeah, absolutely. We, that we was need ex- it. That was exactly what it. they were going for. Yeah. And it's, that's what the, the plan in 1996 was to be that, that uh, fiber optics were supposed to replace the phone lines, 100-year infrastructure. You'd be able to have fiber optic li- run to your home, and you could choose from a handful of, of service providers, kind of like you could with dial-up back in the day. You could choose AT&T, yeah. AOL. You had yeah, a choice locked locked over in. one pipe, and that didn't happen. Not at all. Not even close. <sighs> we, got, we got fucked over, and we paid for it. Yeah. We we paid for something. We didn't get the product. The end. So now, what's crazy? now 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 it's all a monopolized piece. It's 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 
Will the internet be later on? I don't know. Go ahead, Jason. What's crazy about it is around 15 miles from where I live, right, probably 15 to 20 miles where I live, there's fiber everywhere. Verizon Fios everywhere. And I can't get it from here. I got to move 15 to 20 miles away just to get that and get out of less locked-in uh, spectrum contract. Yeah, like I said, I love living in Montana. I love living here. I want to, you know, it's a beautiful state, great people. Yeah. But if, if I was, say, doing this as a full-time business, mm-hmm. I would be forced to have to move from my state to Alaska. get to get internet. I would go to Alaska. You know what? Alaska would be a good yeah. alternative. That would be a yeah. great alternative. I would do it. Maybe someday in the future, that'll happen. But anyways, we're closing up at the end of the hour here. All right. Well, take a look at the chat. Take a look at that chat. I haven't really looked at it. We got Mr. Flam Effect out there. Yeah, boy. What's up? What's up? God, it's been a long time since I've seen you over here. Yeah, it has, hasn't it? And Flam, next time you do a live stream, I'm going to donate you another dollar because I know when I donate on your streams, you appreciate it. Exactly. There you go. <laughs> Maybe I'm going to change songs here. I do my little <laughs> oh, <Max>. closing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh. So shout out to everyone who joined us in the chat tonight. Especially you. Our, our, we're going to call you. Hey, Jason Phillips. Gary, you're always welcome. You're, you're our top number one top commenter of greatness. Jason, thanks for chatting. You were awesome tonight. Thank you for the support. You were awesome. Lucky. And, of course, Mr. Flam Effect. I saw Mark Heider in there. I know I was going to send you the link to the show because we didn't get our equestrian news today. Anthony. Mark, we'll let you in next time. Can I show you something real quick? Sure. Uh, my fiance just made this for you. Oh, let me switch camera. Oh, that's really neat. Nice. That is beautiful. She's going to be a famous artist, dude. She's going to be a famous artist. Oh, yeah. She's really good. She's really good. I know it's not for me, but I only get off to stick figures. <laughs> wow. Hey, 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 hey. I'll, I'll fap, you know, you. I'll fap to anything, too. <laughs> All right. So I'll go back to my page here. Thanks for joining us. This was a little di- good, different podcast. We started off a little, a little in the dumps. But I think we ended it on a very, very good note. The topics were great. I had a lot of fun tonight. So you can always hit us up at thegeekingoutpodcast.com. I definitely got to change this slogan. I put that slogan there because, well, at the time it was what I was into it fully. But we're going, we're we're going new, we're going new dimensions. We're going to a new world here. We're open-minded here. We're open. We're gonna do whatever we want to to have fun and entertain you. So stay positive. So subscribe, support, stay positive. Tommy NC twenty ten said that once. <laughs> I was about to call you out on ripping <laughs> off his catchphrase. <laughs> no, but shout out to Tommy. So if you want to, you can subscribe to us on the RSS feed. Do it on iTunes or on Google's platform. We don't care what platform you use. Subscribe to us on all of them. We don't care. I prefer you use Google. <laughs> Sorry. Couldn't resist. Had to put something out there about Google. All right. Back to you guys. Anything you want to say in closing? Go ahead, uh, Macro. I, I got to think about it. I, I'm a little inebriated right now. Oh, man. Is that is that, is that uh, Sahi making you feel? You seen anime? Have, you seen Miku I running around the room yet? Is Miku running around the room yet? Is oh, it spinning? I w- oh, I wish. <laughs> I only had two of them, but I'm a lightweight, and I had a Jaeger bomb and one other beer earlier. But oh, yeah. There you go. I still feel like I rambled beautifully, but I swear, anytime I drink a little bit, I... Everybody says like that was a beautiful rant. That was a beautiful rant. I can't do a good Donald Trump impression. You better not be kissing my ass. That was a beautiful rant. (laughs) Let me tell you, it's beautiful. I'll donate a dollar later. (laughs) Only a dollar. How about five hundred million from your from your father? (laughs) Small donation. Jason, 
Well, just want to thank everyone for uh, commenting in the chat and watching the live stream. Uh, make sure to check out geekingoffpodcast.com and uh, anthrite.com. And we'll see you guys uh, next Friday in the next Geeking Off Podcast. Thank you for joining it. Thank you for joining us and listening to us three jackasses, or maybe I'm just the jackass. <laughs> I think that's what. It Thank is. you for spending uh, time with us, folks. Yes. Have a great weekend, and make sure you got some tissue for your fapping. <laughs> this has been Anthony from Athware, and from this time and every time on, folks, keep on clicking. This is Anthony from Athware signing off. Where'd my outro go? Answer, you got to do the outro. Yeah, the outro's running, but I just got to get it pulled up. A little extra on the side. Just a little extra on the side. I just want a little little extra... I don't know. What's the term I'm looking for? Pizza. I want some pizza. Good night, everybody. You're great. And we'll see you when I play with this Odroid. See you next week. Yes, it is.